Visuospatial Sketchpad, the movie screen in your mind. The Monday Morning Memo for May 26, 2008. Time travel is fun. Want to learn to do it? Follow me. The year is 1608. England buzzes with William Shakespeare. The plays Hamlet, Macbeth, and King Lear are being performed to rave reviews, but 44-year-old William grieves the sudden death of his mother. A team of 47 translators works on an English version of the Bible. None of them suspects their translation will remain in use 400 years into the future. In three years, their Bible will be released as the authorized version of King James. The novel by Miguel de Cervantes, Don Quixote de la Mancha, has not yet been translated into English, but it's all the rage in Spain. No one knows that in exactly eight years, on April 23, 1616, Cervantes and Shakespeare will die simultaneously at twilight. No one suspects that each man will forever be remembered as the most celebrated voice in his language. Baltazar Gracian is a seven-year-old boy in Belmonte, Spain. He'll grow up to become a Jesuit scholar, troublemaker, and philosopher. His book, The Art of Worldly Wisdom, will sweep Europe in much the same way as Benjamin Franklin's Poor Richard's Almanac will sweep another continent 150 years later. In 1992, Baltazar's book will be rediscovered and spend 18 weeks on the bestseller list of a country that didn't exist while he lived. But no one has any suspicion of this. Today, young Baltazar is just a seven-year-old boy playing in the dust in Spain. It's been exactly 116 years since Christopher Columbus sailed for Queen Isabella and walked on the soil of a whole new world. Right now, that new world is just a place where conquistadors search for gold and come home with tales of the seven cities of Cibola. No one cares about a shipload of English weirdos and misfits who sailed over the horizon a few months ago to set up a colony in the wilderness. They're probably dead by now. And even if they're not, nothing will ever come of it. I think someone said they decided to call their colony Jamestown. In exactly 361 years, Neil Armstrong will do that Columbus thing again, and James Dickey will complain. There's no moon goddess now, but when men believed there was, then the moon was more important. Maybe not scientifically, but more important emotionally. It was something a man had a personal relationship to, instead of it simply being a dead stone, a great ruined stone in the sky. Self-Interviews, page 67. Are you beginning to see what I mean by time travel? It's a delightful way to play. And frankly, you don't play enough. I hope you don't mind me saying. The key to time travel is... 1. Learn the details of a day that is past. Meet the people, feel the buzz, be part of that society, become one of them. Two. From that vantage point, what do you imagine about our current day, knowing you will never see it? Three. 
Now happily return to 2008 and see how things actually turned out. If you want to take an even trippier trip. One. Imagine yourself 20 years from now. What are your circumstances? Two. Now look back at 2008 and think about what you wish you had done differently. You'll be surprised how much this exercise will change your priorities and alter your actions. Free the beagle. Aroo! Roy H. Williams. By the way, you need to go to the homepage at wizardacademy.org and look at the Wild Fiction Workshop. It's a one-time event and it will be sold out soon. Also, you can take a look at wizardsontheroad.com. And if you know somebody 12 to 16 years old, go to wizardacademy.org and take a look at the Young Fiction Writers Workshop. Next week, we'll answer the question, how many ads is enough?